Welcome on back, ladies and gents, to Breathing New Life, a podcast exploring and rediscovering new metal past, present, and future. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. I'm your other host, Tom. And boy, do we have some things to talk about today. It is literally a week removed from when Tom and I went to the amazing, sick new world in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. Tom and I got to meet for the first time. There was just amazing music. It was hot. It was crazy. Tom got to see some boots. Um, <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was, it was wonderful chaos. And it took, and Tom and I were talking before the show. I think we're maybe back to normal as far as rest and recovery from that wild ass weekend. So how 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 you doing right now, man? I am. I'm still feeling it a little bit, but I'm like probably 85, 90 percent you know, where I should be. Like, yeah. it was just like, it was horrible for me because like my girlfriend and I were like uh, taking like care of things and, and last minute like arrangements up all up to like literally early Friday morning, right before we had to leave, get to the airport and get on the plane. Yeah. And so it was just like, and so hardly getting any sleep for those two days between Thursday night and Friday. And then obviously all day on Saturday in that lovely 95 degree Vegas sun, you know. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. It was just uh, it was just simply amazing. Um, and, and what we're going to do today is just kind of tell you both of our experiences. Obviously, like I said, Tom and I got to meet and, and chill, which was which was freaking awesome. So we got to experience a lot. Yeah, dude. So we got to see a lot of like and experience a lot of the same things, you know, just the people watching the bands, just the overall experience. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I flew from Orlando. Uh, it kind of sucked. I was just so excited. I got in Friday, but I, my flight was delayed because apparently like Las Vegas is uh, runway construction was going on or something so and uh the guys i was hanging out with my boys from denver they're keeping me up late and i was like man like i gotta be fresh for this show but uh i did i did fairly well um but yeah just just to kind of jump into my experiences real quick uh fr from the from the jump um it was it was just crazy so i stayed at the circus circus uh hotel which is at the north strip uh north part of the las vegas strip and literally it's within walking distance to this, uh, to the grounds where they had the festival. Um, and as I was walking, I don't know if I told, I can't remember if I, if I told you this or not, Tom, but I'm walking, I'm going across the street, I'm about to kind of get in the line and everything. And this guy just says, Jeremy, and I look, and he's like, what's up, dude? It's me from DTI. DTI is a band that I played with here in the Orlando scene like a decade ago. And I I haven't seen this dude in forever. And I was like, whoa, like blast from the past. So it was just kind of wild to kind of just see someone I haven't seen in, in such a long time. And it was just kind of cool because I, I had a little bit of that happening throughout the day where I just ran into people I haven't seen in years, which is just awesome. But, uh, you know, I, I got my, my, you know, around the first shirt on and, He's like, well, man, he's like, it's a new metal festival. You got your Deftone shirt on. He's like, I knew that was you. Like, I knew you wouldn't pass this up. I'm like, with this lineup, hell no. And just to kind of let everybody know, if, if you didn't know the kind of like logistics of it, it's it was four stages, 51 bands, started at 11, went well around to like midnight. So it is all day music. So... I just, I don't know, man. Like I just, I, I was just so pumped for this day. And there's this arch where it has like the sick new world sign, you know, like, so you go in, you get, you pay you or you scan your ticket, you walk through. And I am not shitting you guys. When I walked through, I was no longer in 2023. That was a fucking time portal. You walk through and I hear cold playing. They're playing something off of, you know, 13 ways to bleed on stage. You look around, Jinkos are back. You got spiky, you know, uh, dyed hair. You, it just everyone's looking new metal as hell, and it just, the, just the vibe, the, the 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 feeling, the aura of the whole show. It's just like I'm back in the year 2000, and I couldn't have been happier. And just to see Scooter Ward and the band just just play, and and they're and they're playing like 
all the good stuff from 13 Ways to Bleed and, and You're the Spider. And it was on actually the 20th anniversary of that day of that release. So just for me, what a way to start off a day. I was just like, this is amazing. And um, yeah, like as you alluded, it was it was hot, but you know, I'm coming from the humid side of, of you know the swamp town of Florida or swamp state of Florida. So it was a dry heat. So not as bad for me, but at the end of the day, it, it definitely got me. But yeah, Cole just put on an amazing performance and uh, it was a one hell of a way to start. And then after that, I was starting to try to find you, I believe. If I remember correctly, it was Orgy that was playing next, right? Absolutely. Orgy played right after Cole. Yeah, I was trying to like message you, try to get you like to help to find me or have me find you somehow. I kept looking around for you. It was, it was difficult. I know it was like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not very good at communication there, I guess. I don't know what to say, but yeah, it was a crowd though. There was just so many people and it, and it got to the point because you're like, I'm near the speaker. So like I knew the location you were saying, you described it perfectly, but there's just a sea of people. And I'm like, I like, it's just going to be so hard. And like, you're, you're trying to be polite, trying to get through people. So I was like, my bad dude. Like, I'll tell you what, um, after, after orgy set, Let's go ahead and meet in between because it's this area where it kind of frees up between um, between stages and they have uh, like, you know, the bathroom concessions. And so I'm like, all right, let me just kind of just stand out there afterwards and, and we'll kind of we'll kind of connect from there. So, yeah, you checked out Orgy. And while that was going on, I was just kind of trying to meet my other friends because I am I, I kind of lost track of them early on as well. But um, I got to hear some P.O.D. And they're playing like all the old school stuff, man. It was it was great. I heard Southtown, South Rock the Party, Youth of a Nation, um, you know, Alive, and and they were just sounding killer. So um, it was right around at that point where Orgy finished up, and and I did kind of hear, you know, like I because I, I started heading back, and I heard Blue Monday, and that was great. And so that's when I text you, and I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of out in the open. It won't be hard to find me. And I'll just kind of stand here. So like I'm kind of scoping out, and then you you could tell this part because this part's kind of funny. Like like when you did find oh, me. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually trying to do a Facebook live. I'd be like, yeah, man, I'm on, I'm on the hunt for Jeremy here, walking around looking for him. I'm look. Uh, you're sending me a picture of like where you're at, like a selfie of like or whatever of where you're at. Like you know, I see the the, the trestle, the freaking like whatever is the rigging there for like some kind of a lighting or something over there i don't remember but yeah i'm like i'm like trying to like get an idea exactly where you are you know then all of a sudden i'm just like i'm looking around and walk around walking behind and then all of a sudden i see you i recognize it's you like i know it's actually you I can tell from the actual shirt and all that stuff you're staying there kind of looking down you got your your beer in your hand and i see you man i just get a rush shoot i just run over to you and just grab you man and just like hug you and all that shit man <laughs> Holy shit, it was like, <laughs> it was funny, but uh, yeah, just, uh, I guess I accidentally made you bite your tongue. I'm sorry about that. Uh, oh, no, it's all good. It was just, it was funny because I was looking, like, I I, I was waiting because I'm like, any moment, like, I'm going to see Tom. And, and then I had my head down because I think I was about to text or, or look at something. And I hear, ah, and next thing I know, I, I feel like I'm being tackled. So, like, I'm looking down. I don't know who's doing it. And, like, I don't know how or why it bit my tongue, but I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, I start spitting to see if there's any blood. You're like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, Tom, what's up? <laughs> it's, uh, and then and then we're talking. And then, and then like, yeah, you got your phone. I'm like, oh, shit, we're live right now. We're live on Facebook. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I bit my tongue, but, hey, it's all good, man. Like, we finally met. This is awesome. And we're here, uh, but yeah, that, that was just kind of funny. Like, <laughs> it was, uh, it was not a big deal at all, man. Not, not at all. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, that me that meeting was like pretty much like eight years in the making, almost. Like we've been right. Facebook friends since 2015, and I've been so grateful that I ended up finding you commenting on a Facebook post, a Facebook group post. You know, all those all that time ago, and you and I've been interacting since then, and obviously led to this podcast finally got to meet each other in person and and we had a really good time hanging out too like when you and i got to actually hang out you know together and, and with your friends and whatnot and we also got i also got to meet um greg who is a person who obviously did our basically all the art that we have for this podcast mm -hmm. uh, both the 
the background that I use for our episodes and then our basic like black and white breathing new life logo that I use for things. So yeah, he, uh, he did all that artwork and got to meet him and talk to him. Uh, that was really cool. Cause I, the work he did for that, it was a really big deal for us. And I think it's a big part of our podcast in a weird way just to have that, you know, well done kind of graphic design aspect of, of things to kind of hopefully catch people's eyes. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, yeah, I can't give to, I can't get enough props to Greg because to me, just that logo, it pops out. It's just, you see that, you know, it's us. It, it's just, it's just such a, you know, um, standout. It stands yeah, out it's, really it's just, just a standout. So so yeah, you got to meet my crazy ass friends. Um, they're they're a little nuts. Uh, you got to meet Dusty mm. and all them. And uh, so so, what do you think about the boots that they're wearing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's crazy. I mean, I have seen people do things like that before too. I guess you know, it's just like yeah. a bunch of white boys with uh, those uh, Mexican um, like long toe loopy but uh, whatever kind of boots. Those are I don't know what they're called off the top of my head. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, called, just, they're called tribal pointy boots. So for anybody that doesn't, boots. yeah. So for anybody that d- like doesn't know what they are, they are absolutely ridiculous. So imagine just a regular cowboy boot, but they're it, it's pointy, but it's so pointy that it sticks out and it curls up, almost like an elephant tusk. And and they like they elf ring, shoes, man. They are almost like elf shoes. Yeah. So like like some of them will go up a couple inches. Some of them are huge and go like like up a foot, foot and a half. It was so crazy. So, you know, we're all hanging out. We're watching Papa Roach's set, which by the way, probably the fourth time I've seen those guys always put on a good set. Like I just, I, I thought once again, man, solid, solid show with them. But um, we're looking around and here comes the singer from Orgy. Just walk around with his daughter and his girlfriend or wife. And all of a sudden he's looking at, at, at the guys and he's like, He's just checking out those boots. You like those boots, and so we got to take a picture uh, with the lead singer of Orgy. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was actually really is awesome because uh, obviously freaking Orgy just you know just, well they just finished their set not too long ago before that I right. believe anyways. And Orgy obviously we're fans of. I think I think their show is pretty good. Although um, I will bring this up as a topic real quick because I did put it in our doc here. Like there sure. was some. Um, criticism for how much Jay Gordon used backing vocals on his during their set. And they had like three, they had like, like three other vocals, you know, people come up and do vocals with him for some of his songs and which I don't know. I, 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 I get it to a degree because there's, it's, it's, it's stupid because there's been a lot more discussion about bands using backing vocals lately. And yes, I don't know. I, I don't really care that much because he uses like modulated vocals anyway. So what does it matter if it's backing vocals or not? Mm-hmm. Anybody that listens to their music, you can, they're, they're not going to really reproduce those kind of vocals live very easily. Just how it is, whatever. Yeah. And I was going to ask, so since, you know, you got to see them more of, cause I was kind of in between, you know, like I was watching POD kind of coming back to orgy. Mm-hmm. So, and I was checking them from the side. So it sounded good and I couldn't differentiate whether it was pre-recorded vocals or live. Cause you know, being as a vocalist myself, I can kind of distinguish that more times than not. So I, I didn't pick up anything. So what was your experience? What did you kind of assess from all that? Like, what was your thoughts? Well, it was weird when he did start bringing on somebody else, but somebody there was, I can't, I don't know who these other vocalists are. One of them looked like, I don't know. I hate to jokingly say this, but you look like a wish version of Jacoby Shaddix. And, okay. uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I know that sounds kind of me, but it is kind of funny. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, if they, if they heard me describe him as that, they'd, they'd agree. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, he seemed cool, whatever, because I actually saw him like way later on in the, um, as we were walking through the one of the um, hotels there on our way back to to our hotel. Anyways, um, yeah, so he came on. He did a lot more of those like like harsher vocals that probably Jay Gordon can't really do quite a, quite so much at his age, right? Um, or it's just you know it probably just takes a lot more out of him. Whatever, it's whatever there. Mm-hmm. And then there was two younger vocalists, and I don't know who they are, or where they're from, but they got to sing some songs towards the end too with him. Uh, um, you know, a guy and a girl for that shit. Um, 
the younger and then as in like they're probably in their 20s to me they look like they're in their 20s yeah i have no idea who they were but honestly i don't know i i'm not too bothered by the the idea that he probably had to use quite a few backing vocals it just it's for some people takes away the experience or whatever for others they're not that bothered by it if it's you know creating an actual you know good experience and the thing is it's like jay gordon's like 54 or something already he's pretty far up there and so like i'm not surprised that he i like i don't know i don't i don't know if i'm being for real or not like when how old he is because i seriously thought he was like in that yeah that's possible dude he's 56 years old for real cut, cut he, some slack he's not he's not doing a vince neil because vince neil is horrible by yeah. the way for molly crew like so you know jesus yeah 56 years old and he's out there he's still moving about and still trying to do these things for the fans that you know i've known him and orgy for over you know almost 25 years here what do you really like i don't know like you shouldn't like hold such a high standard for people still trying to put on a good show these days there's so much more going on with the with a live show that then people like really understand mm-hmm. although i mean it's kind of like i don't know i guess it's kind of funny like the same criticism for like falling in reverse where they had to cancel the show around here because they didn't right. have their laptops so i don't know it's it, it, it's a it, it's a give or take thing there but I don't know. It's it's a double-edged sword, really. Like, you're going to get criticized for using more backing vocals, or you're going to get criticized for... Just not sounding as good live. Right. Yeah, not having your stuff to sound good live. Anyways, well, moving on, moving on. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, so... Moving on after that was one of the most, I mean, the whole, like, there was just so many bands I was excited to see, but as I've alluded to Tom on previous episodes and in between, you know, recordings is that uh, Cold Chamber, that was one of the ones that I absolutely had a circle on my um, schedule for the day. I'm not missing them. And basically that was on the sixth stage uh, because there was the purple stage, green stage, spiral stage, and six stage. But for six stage, check this out in order, and I'll, I'll kind of summarize it and then come back to Cold Chamber. So you had Cold Chamber, Kitty, Seven Dust, and then Spirit Box. So, like, I didn't move from what, like, 3 p.m. until like 5 or 5.30. Like, I was just there because all those bands, one right after the other, I'm like, damn, this is awesome. So, um, yeah, so we get to Cold Chamber. It's their first show in about, I don't know, like, seven or eight years and it's my very first time seeing them so like i'm popping my cold chamber cherry and holy shit man like i was just blown away they sounded awesome um they they played you know big truck they played loco they played i it was even cool we're hanging out we met up this one girl was really cool i guess her son's in a band uh which by the way reach out to us you said you're gonna give me your your band's uh name and all that info so i'm, I'm keeping my eye open for it uh, but we were all talking. I'm like, you know what would be really cool right now? It's if like the next song, they bust out Fiend. What was that next song? Yes. Boom, Fiend. I'm Fiend. like, yes, fuck yeah. So um, you've seen Cold Chamber before. It's my first experience. So like I was just like in awe, loved it. It was just amazing just to see him on stage. What was your thoughts on their set? I mean, it would have been nice if it would have been longer. Oh, of I course. mean, they, they really... That's the thing that kind of sucked. It I only got like a half hour set. I mean, obviously, whatever. That's pretty much every band, but still, like, I think it was pretty good. It was, it was tight. They they got their, you know, uh, they they. Oh, excuse me, I'm fucking burping here. Uh, uh, yeah, it was it was tight. They got their shit done. They there was no really fucking around when it comes to, when it comes to their set or anything like that. Played a lot of great songs. Everything sounded great. I mean, they. they Played like they have, they haven't played together in whatever six years or some shit like that. Yeah, and, it's a while, yeah. And they, they, they played like they didn't even skip a beat, you know, it was, which is just crazy because I honestly never truly expected Cold Chamber to get back together again. And it is awesome that they, whatever they did to arrange things to get back together and do a show like this, and they're going to be doing more shows, obviously. And, and they're gonna be on tour with Mudvayne. That's great. I, I I'm I'm so happy to see this. I'm so glad and grateful that they are kicking ass again together. Yeah, that was that yeah. was good for me. I mean, I've been I've been I've seen Cold Chamber 
live for the first time when I was like 14 or 15. And so it's been a long time that I had these live experiences with Colton Jibber. And they really only had one member change. And that was from Reina to Nadia. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it was, it was great to see them. And, and then uh, after that, after them was Kitty, which a huge deal there. That was another first time for me too, seeing Kitty. So I'm like back to back was, it was sweet. And, and I thought that, you know, they had a high energy set and, um, you know, like, you know, I, I was never like the biggest Kitty fan, but like, I know a couple like their hits and everything, but uh, it sounded good to me. Um, I, I was pretty impressed with them. Yeah. And especially because like Kitty, like first time kind of like, I don't, even, I don't know if I was, they, they've been starting to, you know, last couple of years starting to play together against some more and everything last year at this time was the, when we were young festival and they actually didn't even get to play the day that they were supposed to because there was a storm going on and that day had to be canceled. And what the hell did you, what the fuck did you hear something? No, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. I just heard something weird. Okay. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Holy fuck. You were talking about kitty. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I heard a very weird sound just now and it threw me the fuck off. So like, it sounded like a little girl screaming. So I don't know if you my got house a ghost is haunted in your now. House? Oh, you I'm know what? Wondering the, 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 that might be my kid. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you got a ghost in your house? <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. I thought I thought I heard it through the headphones, but uh, but the weird thing was is that my dog did not react, so I'm even I was even more weirded out by that because I thought my girlfriend was yelling for me for whatever reason, but I'm like that did not sound like like what the fuck? Tommy. No. Uh, no, so anyway, no. Yeah. Back to Kitty, back to Kitty. Yeah, back to um, Kitty. We got to focus. So yeah, they got they I mean, it was it, it's it's kind of funny because they were able to play the Winbury Young Festival last year, which is like a more quote unquote emo core kid type of, you know, seeing kid cup, you know, oriented festival and whatnot. And, but Kitty was also very well, very much a new middle, at least accepted band. Like they were very much, you know, fans of new metal or fans of Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit, to me, it's a little bit more fitting that they were on this, but I guess in a way they could have been on that. When we were young festival to and fit to, I don't know, I guess it's, it is what it is there, but I'm glad that they didn't, that they also got to play this year and we, we got to see them this year. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, uh, the hits came coming and here comes seven dust. And I, I can't remember. I think they opened up with black, but I could be wrong. And the reason why is just because as soon as they started playing, they stopped and it wasn't their fault. And they were just, they were sounding good. Like I said, I, I will always say it's Seven Dust, in my opinion, is one of the best live bands on earth. Like they, they just, they bring it every single time. And we're jamming and we're still kind of like talking because that, that was the thing. Like we were far enough away from the stage to where, you know, you and I and, and we're meeting some other cool people. We're able to kind of like chat while we're listening. And then all of a sudden, it just, there's no sound coming from the stage. And this was like midway through the third song. We're like, look around, like, what happened? And next thing I know, I see like Lejean walking off stage. I was like, what the hell is going on? Unfortunately, and, and you have to understand that to put on a festival of this magnitude, again, four stages, 51 bands, something's bound to go wrong. Not, I, I don't think there's ever been a festival, if you ever ask any organizer if it's going to be perfect. But unfortunately, the power cut off on them. They had no power, and then they had to cut it short, which I really felt bad for those guys. Um, it just sucks. But on the flip side, personally, I've seen them a million times. I'm definitely going to probably see them again in the future. But uh, it was just, you know, there were just so many people there, and, and they had the crowd going, man. They they had that place getting rowdy, and then all of a sudden just, boo, just nothing. I was like, oh, shit. So, uh, but, yeah, so it's too bad for, for Seven Dust on that. And then um, – I stuck around and saw uh, Spirit Box. Like I said before, that was another one I had a circle on. And uh, Courtney LaPlante, man, that woman, she is a badass. Like, she sounded just like on, on the record. I mean, singing and, like, the, the screams, dude. Like, God, she's she's so awesome. Um, but I, th I think at that point, I think that's where we kind of, like, separated because I think you went off to see some other bands at that time or take a break. Um, Let's see. Well... I, I was trying to like get back together with my girlfriend there. She wasn't with me the whole time. She wanted to see Lakuta Coil while Cold Chamber was playing. 
And then she went over there to see Seven Dust. And then after Seven Dust, she was just a little too exhausted from the heat and went and uh, laid down and everything like that. Because at the Signal World Festival, for anybody who wasn't there, they had like a, a few of these like kind of uh, canopy shaded mm-hmm. areas. And they had like, like they would have like a little water missing from the top of them and everything like that to help people cool down. She just got a little too, a uh, little too exhausted from staying in the sun and went to go lay down and everything like that. Um, yeah, and I I wanted to like kind of go check out, go back to the uh, spiral stage and co- check out a couple of things, but I figured it was best to just stay by her in case anything happened. It's like so like during Kitty stabbing Westwood of plane also uh, that would have been kind of nice to see. Uh, during Seven Dust, like at towards uh, well, I guess I could have gone and seen the filter, but. I really kind of wanted to check out KMFDM and, and Skinny Puppy, but I decided it was just kind of, I didn't want to leave my girlfriend alone at the time. She probably would have been fine, but, you know, just the heat exhaustion and all that stuff, I don't I don't think it would have been, I, I didn't want to worry about anything happening to her at that point. Yeah, and it was a lot of people, man. It was a lot of people. It was just, that heat can beat you up and it sneaks up on you. It's like you're feeling good and all of a sudden you're like, oof, like it, it kind of takes a lot out of you. It really does. Yeah, eventually we did make our way back towards the main stages, and we did like I was hanging out with you for a little bit when um, Flyleaf was playing earlier over by the main stage, and then but later on we went and uh, I, we got to catch some of the Evanescence set, and pretty much from then on is where we stayed over by the purple and green stages. Yeah, so what I did the same thing. So yeah, I remember we caught like I think the tail end of Flyleaf, which was awesome. It was just it was great to see them them play because that that was the first time for me. Evanescence was the first time, so I got to catch a couple of those songs, which was awesome. And yeah, then, it was great to see. It was I want to say it was great to hear Lacey Sturm's voice. Yes. Honestly, I think she does have a very I don't know if I want to say unique, but just like. Whatever it is about Flyleaf, they they got popular for a reason. They their her voice her voice just fits what just fits with the music. Just her her expression uh, through her voice. I think it, it just really fits, and it, like, you can feel that even at the live show there. I think that was very well done and everything like that. She really put out a good vocal performance, and even from all the way far back where we were, you could still hear very well. You could still hear it was Lacey Sturman. Like it really didn't sound like like quote unquote a live version of of right. her. Like it just it just felt and 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 her and sounded like Lacey's term there. Yeah, I, I I thought so as well. Yeah, she she did a great performance. Um that's the thing. It's just with with a lot of these bands, it's just man, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if maybe I was just kind of just too high on the day or what, but like, yeah, a lot of these bands, they just they brought their A game. And and I mean I think it probably had something to do with, I don't know, thousands of people in, in, in the stands. And it's just like just this huge event. You know, you got your adrenaline going. So, um, yeah, like I, I thought they did a great job. And I, I like you, for the rest of the day, for the most part, kind of went between the green stage and the purple stage. Except for I went back to the sixth stage one more time to see Loathe. Um, just, just to watch them again, which was badass. But then I wanted to make sure I started heading back. Because uh, right around then, we're kind of starting to get a little bit into the evening time around like, you know, six-ish or so. Um, I caught Incubus, which um, I have to admit, man, they 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 played to the demographic that was there. I think they, they were aware that it's like, okay, these guys are fans of more of our earlier stuff. You know, like overall, you know. Um, they did play a little bit of their newer releases but they they played a couple songs off of science which i mean like my jaw dropped i'm like wow okay we're gonna be playing this nice and they also did plenty from um make yourself and morning view i i I thought they had a good mix i i thought that they were very cognizant and aware of the crowd that they're playing to and and i i can definitely appreciate that because that was one thing i was worried about in our last episode i'm like are they gonna be playing a bunch of like this slow sappy you know i want to just lay down and fall asleep music are they going to play more of like their livelier stuff from back in the day and that's they they leaned on that in their set which i thought was awesome and then of course right after them i had to get up as close as i could for deftones so what were your thoughts on the deftones set the deftones set was actually really good they played a couple of songs where like they're from the later albums that i'm not as big of a fan of but 
they played enough from the newer shit and they played like a song. It, there's, um, I think it's Roots, uh, which is a song off the Adrenaline album, but yep, yep. they played the version that was, that they made on their like demo EP they, they made before they ever got signed. So, cause there was this one of those songs that they, they wrote and, and recorded before they got signed and they, you know, re-recorded it for the Adrenaline album. So mm-hmm. it was it was different because it was a song, but it was like a slightly different version of it that they I'm surprised that they decided to dig up and and play that that version of it because that's really like old school, old school Deftones. But they played a lot of good older songs that I you know, I'm a huge fan of and everything that I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. They played some of the newer stuff that yeah, I could take it or leave it type of deal. But live, you know, it, but it was weird because they have two guitarists now playing live. It's not just like, uh, what's the name? Stephen Carter, I believe, right? Is that guitarist? Yeah. Carpenter, mm-hmm. sorry. Stephen Carpenter. Uh, he, it's not just him as guitarist. They have another guy. Because usually it, it's, it's like him, and then Sheena will, will play additional guitars on live. But I was really surprised to see that they had another guitarist with them as well. And he seemed to do backup vocals for them as well. So. Yeah, which I thought he did a good job, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that other guitarist, whoever whoever he is, I don't know, don't know who they, where, you know, where to. Well, I don't even know where to find the info. Maybe I can find it, but yeah, he, I think they, I think that other guitarist that they had, and I did a good job, and I think that I was just kind of surprised at the time that they had another guitarist there, but maybe that's something they do for live shows now. I haven't seen them live in ages, so. Um, Oh, excuse me. Uh, burping up again. <laughs> Anyways, I haven't seen them live in ages. And, you know, maybe they did it for this bigger show. I have no idea. But he, I think they did a, a good job. I I was, you know, obviously I'm going to be biased, but um, I'm with you. Like, they they had some of, like, the, the more recent stuff to where I, I agree, like, it's not my favorite stuff. But the deep cuts, yeah, and they're hitting adrenaline songs. They're another band to where... Similar, you, you can almost kind of compare it to Incubus to where like they, they've kind of expanded their sound as the years have gone on. But they, I think overall, knew what they were there for, who they're playing to. I mean, they're playing Lotion off of Around the Fur, which is one of my favorite tracks. And then they also played Needles and Pins, which is a deep cut. That's one of my favorites, which, by the way, happy 20th anniversary to the self-titled album. Yeah, they played Needles and Pins. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And it's just like they played, and of course, all of like their hits and their favorites, like like their famous songs that I'm a fan of. But it was almost like minus two or three songs. Like if if they're saying, okay, Jeremy, Deftones have ten songs or or twelve songs that they got to play. What are the twelve songs you want to hear? They damn near nailed every one. I was like, man, if if I had to like list which ones I would absolutely have to hear and and scrub a couple that I still want to hear but I can't like. They almost did it for me, and it was just one of the one of the best sets I've seen from them, just strictly from a set list uh, standpoint. So I and, and Chino sounded great. Um, that backing guitarist, like I said, I don't even know who he is. And last time that I saw them, they didn't have this guy, uh, but he did like like the backing screams and stuff, which added to it. And yeah, just the place went crazy, and it was just so badass. And then who, who else to follow up but Corn? And this is where, and, and I'm going to get your experience with the corn set, but it, it was good and bad for me. Good because I love corn and they're fucking awesome. And it was just, I was so excited to see them. And they're coming out in their Adidas track suits. So again, they're bringing that like that 97 to 2000 vibe. And it's like, yes, you know, like, like it's like this, like, oh God, it just, it, it just like that good feeling. Like I said, it was, it was a time warp being out there. Um, but then it, um, I don't know what happened. I, I just think the day caught up with me. So, you know, we're looking around like eight or nine o'clock sun's down. So it's cool. You know, it's not warm or hot anymore. And it just, a wall hit me. I think it was just, uh, to be honest, I had seven or eight beers. I had one water, not, not a good choice, Jeremy, not a good choice and the heat. So I, I wasn't like ready to pass out. I was just tired. I was just like, man, like that sun got the best of me. And I don't want to walk away from the corn set, but like the hotel's a walk away. I know that my guys are going to want to stay up later after the show. 
I just, I need to go and just lay down on the bed for about 30, 45 minutes. And then I'm coming back out and, and all's good. So I, I hear um, falling away from me. They played Rotten in Vain and I'm walking out to good God. So like, I'm kind of like dancing and walk. I'm just feeling it, man. But I'm just like, why am I walking away from like one of my favorite corn songs ever? I know they're going to be playing like just nothing but awesome stuff. But I, I had to. I, I just, it, it sucked, but I had to. And, and um, so I'm walking and I get to Circus Circus. And anybody that's ever been to Circus Circus by any chance, they have like four towers. The elevators are confusing as hell. I'm like, I just want to get to my bed and just lay down and just, just rest. Not even sleep, but just rest so that I can recoup and go back out. So I get to my floor, my door opens, and it's my friend Zach and, and, and Ross. They're like, Jeremy! And I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the room. They're like, no, you're not. I'm like, what do you mean, no, I'm not? They're like, dude, System's going to play. And my friend Ross, it's his favorite band. He's like, you are not missing out on my favorite band. So I'm like, I've seen System. He's like, no, no, you're coming. I'm like, okay. So I literally never stepped foot off that elevator. And I went straight back down and walked straight back in. Because fortunately, they did have re-entry. So... Um, got to see System of a Down, which had um, you know a 35 song set. So you you were getting your money's worth if you were a System fan for sure. Uh, but yeah, so like I caught three or four corn songs, and it I, I really seriously regret it because I got a story later on that will tell you why. And I'm sure anybody that follows our page, you know why. Uh, I think you can kind of connect the dots. But um, Tom, were you able to see all of Corn, and what were your thoughts on their set? Because you'll be able to speak to it better than me. Yeah, I saw all of Corn. It was great because uh, anybody who saw pictures of from Sick New World Fest saw that Jonathan Davis came out in the purple sequin Adidas tracksuit, the famous thing he used to wear during the Life is, Life is Peachy era, and you know he was uh, during uh, he wore it during the in the Adidas uh, music video, and yeah, it was it was kind of funny because like. Corn really embraced the fact that this was kind of like the new metal, you know, music festival. Like it was really about really nostalgic for people who grew up with that music in the late nineties, early two thousands. And just seems like they really embraced it at the, at the time. And that was, that was honestly pretty awesome. Uh, just the set was great. I think honestly, uh, out of the main stage bands, I think they put on the best set in my opinion. Uh, they, they, I guess they, and I miss most of it. Yeah, you. Yeah, sadly, you miss you. I hate to. I hate to put it to you like this, but That's, yeah, you missed a pretty great set there. Shit. <laughs> they had to cut off just a little bit early because they were having trouble with something with like because they had like these screens behind them mm-hmm. on these stages, and I think they were having trouble with one of them, like like actual like physical like it could have been like falling over type of deal, and they didn't want to risk the safety of corn trying to keep playing or whatever so i think they had to cut it just a little bit early for some reason mm-hmm. and uh, yeah just but i mean for anybody who didn't know or didn't see this whatever like the the stages the purple and green stages are side by side and it basically was like they were going back and forth between the two stages between the setup so basically you know corn could get done and then you know system would down with it would take off would, would start up you know pretty much right after that but uh and then after corn i watched system of down but i didn't stay that long for system of down kind of getting burned out and they the, the the beginning of the set was they played hardly anything that i really wanted to hear so i'm just like i'm not gonna like stick around and deal with the rush just to finally hear like a few songs that i really wanted to hear from system down it was great to see them live again finally they hadn't been played live in, in how long they're gonna do this very sporadically obviously so it's just like it's it's a good chance to see them live mm-hmm. and i am a a fan but I'm not a big enough fan to to sit around and deal with that rush afterwards to like watch all their whole set. So that that's unfortunately why I decided to dip out at that point in time. It just wasn't worth it for me. And uh, on my way out, by the way, I ran into uh, Dusty and Greg again. Uh, oh, you did? Right oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I ran into them again. So that's that kind of funny. Yeah, because they were telling me that that they uh that you left already or whatever so i'm like what you're gone already holy shit like wow okay i guess you know maybe uh that that beer finally caught up to you or some shit like that well it it was a mix of the beer and the sun (laughs) because i guess they went and watched instead of system of down they went and watched um the ville valo i think is like his name is he's a he's he's a singer Singer of the band 
of him. Yeah. And now he's kind of doing that as a solo project because the band's broken up and he just can only do like solo stuff now. So, and if you, if you look at the lineup, it just puts them under VV. So I guess that's what he wants to go under. Maybe. I don't know. So yeah, I guess they were watching, they're watching him, I guess, technically. I think yeah, right. <laughs> that's a double, double, double meaning there, I guess. And then ran in, you know, ran into them on my way out. So that was, that was the rest of my night there. And chat, well, how was yours? I mean, I remember messaging you the next day, just asking if you were even still alive. Yeah. So we, we basically, between a couple of us, yeah, we saw the rest of System of a Down. And um, that capped off our night, you know, because there's still some other bands that were still playing, but that was the last main, you know, band that we all wanted to see. So we headed back to Circus Circus and, uh, you know, we all met up at the bar and we, we ran into some other people that are at the show. We're kind of talking about it, you know, and it's just good to see my friends. I, I don't see them all the time. So we got to chatting and hanging out. We're meeting other people, just laughing it up, having a good time. And next thing I know, somebody's like, yeah, man, well, uh, the sun's coming up. I'm like, bullshit, the sun ain't coming up. I look at my phone, it's like five something. I'm like, guys, I've got to, I have got to go to bed. These guys kept me out late. I know I'm sounding like an old dude, but I was exhausted. And and I said this a couple times and they're like, if you say it one more time, but I'm like, guys, I'm running on Orlando time. So 3 a.m. Vegas is 6 a.m. Orlando. And so like... I was beat, but I tell you what, overall, just to sum up the day for such a huge festival, and and I know that there have been some articles with criticisms over it, but personally, I thought it was well worth the money. I thought, you know, given everything that went on and um, from what my my account, I, I think it was put very well together. Um, it could have been disastrous. There could have been severe multiple you know, um, te- technical issues, or they could have run out of water, or they could have, you know, they, they, you know, security issues. But like, I thought, you know, between the the set changes were quick, everything, you know, and of course, like the schedule wasn't, it, it didn't go a hundred percent to plan. But I think, with all being said, um, it, I, I thought it was very well ran. I, I just, I really enjoyed myself. It, it, it's right up there with the 2001 OzFest. Maybe a little bit better. Maybe because I just, you know, I'm, I'm a fresh a week from it. But well worth the money. And it's well worth, you know, running into you and, and checking out bands with you, hanging out and, and seeing everybody and running into people that I haven't seen in like a decade just randomly. Like that's pretty cool too. So uh, hell of a day. So uh, what was your, I mean, your feelings over the day overall? Yeah, I loved it. It was great experience for me all around. Got to see a lot of great bands. And it reminded me of being at, in Milwaukee here, every summer we have a thing called Summerfest. It is like, it used to be like a, a 10 day long, like music festival, multiple stages, all these things like all, all around. So like, it's kind of like a similar experience where you bounce to different stages to catch a band or a live act that you wanted to. So, and it's in the middle of summer here in Milwaukee too, so that was you know it's hot as fuck too, even in in Milwaukee at that at that time. And so it kind of was the same thing because I haven't really gone to Summerfest like I've, I've gone to Summerfest like once every couple of years. It's hardly anything I like going to Summerfest for anymore, just because it's it's expensive and it's it's a bitch to deal with downtown traffic for that and everything like that unless you take like the freeway flyer for it. So it's like it's it it's not always worth the experience there, but it was a similar thing for me. It's just a hot summer day and enjoy watching live bands, a lot of music and everything like that great experience like that. And just to see all those bands that we know and love all on the same day, same grounds within what, you know, we just walk them forth to catch them. It was, it was well done. I think it was well put together. It was very well, I, I want to say organized, but not in like a sense of how like the, the actual like activities went, but like organized and who they actually chose for these acts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Uh, just it was being in Vegas was an interesting experience for me in general. Like I, <laughs> Thanks, I don't, baby. I, I don't travel much, and. I don't go west for very for very much for any reason either. There's just not a whole lot that I've had to travel to western part of America for for any reason. 
and go out to Vegas and God, you know, it's, it's, this might sound bad, but seriously, like Vegas was not as like, I don't want to know if I want to say impressive, but I didn't have the same impression on me as what I like expected from watching all these TV shows and movies about Vegas and everything like that. But I'm just like, this is Vegas. Like I, I thought I'd see more big buildings around and stuff like that. Like it just seemed a lot more spread out and, in like flat. I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's a, it's a desert. I get it, but like, it's going to be flat, but I'm not used to that, man. I I live in the Midwest. We have hills and and vegetation and fauna and shit like that. There, there's just, it was all just this weird, like yellow and everything everywhere. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's just, it's just the strip is the main thing. That is a city. So you're not going to see, you know, skyscrapers out of it. Like that is it. And you know, obviously you have like a lot of housing. There's still a lot of stuff around, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. But it just just an awesome day. Um, really glad I, I went. And again, you know, just mad thanks to my wife because that was on Mother's Day weekend, and she was totally awesome for letting me go to that. So really, really appreciate it. Um, and before I, I want to we, thank her too. I want to yeah. <laughs> thank her too because she uh, her letting you do that, given given us a chance to meet each other in person finally. And at like this, like mecca of new metal here, pretty much. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And before we left town, we, well, before you left town, you got to meet somebody else. And then I met somebody else, but let's hear your story first. Who did you run into? So it wasn't, it wasn't before we left town, but at our hotel, we were on our way to the festival itself. And we're getting off of the elevator and, you know, me and my girlfriend are getting off the elevator and I, and we see this woman, she's wearing a cold timber for uh, shirt. And we're saying, you know, saying, you know, my girlfriend says, hi, you know, my girlfriend's all being friendly. Oh, I cold timber shirt. You know, my boyfriend here loves them and all that stuff. And she's like, oh yeah, cool. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Des's wife. She is the senior of, of cold timber's wife. That is Anastasia Fafera from on the, uh, she's on, uh, it's kind of funny because I didn't recognize her. Like I haven't seen too many, like, real life pictures of her mm-hmm. and she points out like oh yeah you know you've seen the the cover of of their second album I'm like yeah yeah but i'm not like i i don't put those things together like you know seeing you in person like here and everything like that and i was just kind of you know i was like nervous and all that stuff meeting her because like this like the wife of like of the singer of a band that's extremely important to me obviously you know kyle chamber uh which is which is Exactly the thing, because I was I, when I was staying there, I was nervously telling her the story about you know back in high school where people you, you know knew me because I wore the cold chamber hat and told her about that weird way that the guy pronounced the cold chamber when he saw me and all this <laughs> stuff. And I actually did give her a sticker for the Breathing New Life podcast and everything like yeah. that. I don't know if she's checked it out. It'd be nice if she did. Hey Anastasia, if you if you're listening to this, thank you for checking us out. I appreciate it. You know, um, obviously. Your 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 husband's band is a huge deal for me and everything like that. So, but if you're if you're listening, if you happen to be listening, and no no uh, guarantees of that, but got to be awesome if you were. Yeah, just yeah, I was like kind of like starstruck, I guess, in a weird in a weird way. And you know the other thing too, like my sister's friend that came with us too, um, and stayed with us. She was downstairs outside the building having a cigarette and there's like this crew of like 10 people just all of a sudden walk in and it is the uh, band and crew for Evanescence. They were staying at the same hotel that we were at as well. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's so, yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's kind of funny because like you, you expect it, but you don't expect it. Like it's not, it's not like it's, it's like, it's, it's not so unlikely that it would happen that you run to somebody that is, at this festival that is playing or whatever, because it's not hotels just like dedicated strictly to the every freaking uh, perform everybody that performing at that. So they're not just all like there. They're going to be at all different hotels, whatever they could actually you know reserve and whatnot. So yeah, and it was just crazy to to run into these people and see them, and it's just like you don't really just have like chance meetings with these people normally at, at like any other day or whatever. Cause it, you're just at this festival in a, in a big popular tourist city. <sighs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. That was, yeah. that was, that was my crazy meeting. And yeah, that was, that was great to actually tell that story as well. Yeah. That is awesome, man. Yeah. 
So for me, uh, this is pretty wild. So um, I stayed until Monday. So the show, you know, I got in on Friday, Saturday's a show, Sunday, I didn't really rest up. We just kind of got up and just kind of still hung around and checked out parts of the strip, did a little bit of gambling. Um, and then Monday uh, was my day I had to leave. So I had a connecting flight. So I'm leaving da or I'm leaving Las Vegas and I had a layover in Dallas for about maybe 45 minutes. So get off the plane and I'm not very familiar with the Dallas airport at all. I might've been there once, but that would have been years ago. So I'm like, all right, I gotta be at gate D35 or something. If you go to the left, it's out of the airport. To the right, you're just going heading down. So I'm walking down and I'm by myself. And what do you do? You just kind of just walk around, just people watching. And I'm walking by some other gates where people are coming off their plane. And all of a sudden, I see this dude come out of the gate and he's got dreads, he's got shades on, and he's got his head down and he's just walking pretty fast. And I had to do a double take because mind you, I'm, I'm running on very little sleep. I'm worn out and I'm a little, you know, like I, I'm with it, but like, you know, like when you're exhausted and tired, you're kind of like not, not all there. So I do a double take and I'm like, no fucking way. Is that head from corn? And all of a sudden, as I'm walking, it's like the way that he, cause he was going the same direction I was. Well, we kind of met paths and he's literally walking right beside me. And I'm just like, okay, I, I gotta ask, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I gotta ask. And so I'm like, head, he turns over to me. He's like, yeah. I was like, whoa. And, and, and so like, I just, I don't know, like, like I had like this out of body experience and I'm like, all right, Jeremy, keep it together. Like, don't, don't fanboy, don't, you know, and, and I'm trying not to be tongue tied. And the first thing I could say to him is, what are you doing here, man? Cause I'm thinking, you know, he lives in, he lives in California and Dallas is the opposite way. He was in Vegas, right? So I'm like, what, what, what is he doing in Dallas? You know, he's got a connecting flight as well. And um, he's, he said that, I guess he was visiting his mother the day before. I don't know where his mom lives, obviously, but you know, for mother's day. And I was like, Oh, I was like, well, that's awesome, man. I was like, yeah, I saw you at sick new world. I was just there the other day. He was like, Oh, all right, right on, man. Right on. And dude, head was totally chill. You know, it was just totally cool. And, and we were just like walking and chatting. Like we knew each other. It was, it was so surreal. And so he's like, yeah, man. So, uh, how'd you like the show? And it's like, Oh, it was awesome. And um, you know, it just, I thought it was really well put together. Oh, go ahead. I just find that funny. He's asking how you enjoyed the show and you barely got to see any of it. Well, well, no, no, no. He was asking like the show, like, like the festival overall. Yeah, I get that. But it just sounds funny. You're talking to a member of corn and you hardly got to see their set, <laughs> which is I'm why I regretted you, only seeing three songs. Exactly. Which I was going to get to. Yeah. So on you, dude. Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. But like, I had no idea I was gonna meet freaking head at a Dallas airport. So, so I was just like, yeah, it's a great day, this and that. And, and I was, um, I was like, yeah, I'm really uh, bummed. Uh, I feel bad for Seven Dust, you know, that their sound got cut and and they had cut their set short. And he's like, yeah, he's like, well, I'll tell you what, man. He's like, they're getting good publicity out of it. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And he's like, yeah, well, we had some issues uh, with our screen as well, which inter interestingly enough, we haven't talked about that yet until just now, Tom. So like. I didn't know what he was talking about and I felt so awkward. I, I just didn't have the heart to tell him like I was just so tired that I had to leave after your third song. But, you know, I didn't want to like I, it's like, dude, I love your band. Your band is like it, it had such an impact on my life. I didn't say any of that stuff to him. But like, you know, I just didn't have the heart to tell him like I didn't see the screen issue that you did. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking like, I hope he thinks I'm not BS in here. I really don't. And he's like, so how do you deal with the heat? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was like, it, it wasn't too bad. I was like, but yeah, towards the end of the day, it was, you know, like it, it hits you. And I was like, by, by system of a down, man, like I was toast, you know? So um, we're, we're talking and we're both just trying to find our, our gates because we're just trying to figure out where we're going. And for some reason, I thought that maybe I might have missed it, which after, I, after the fact, I found out that I didn't. So I could have kept walking and just, you know, shooting the shit with them until we found it. But I was like, yeah, man, it's just really great meeting you. And that's awesome. And he's like, okay. Or, or no, no, no. He didn't say, okay. He said, uh, so, so, so where are you from, man? I was like, uh, Orlando. He's like, right on. Well, hey, hang on a sec. So we just stop, right? And, he, and he, he puts his bag down. He zips it open. And I'm like, well, what is he doing? Gives me like this huge guitar pick that has corn 2023 on one side. And it's a picture of him. Like he's like a, like a card dealer. And it's not like a, a it's not a normal size guitar pick. It, it's like a large, like super. It's oversized. Guitar. 
Yeah, yeah. And that was just so cool of him. Like, not only is he just taking the time to talk to me, and I wasn't trying to be, like, overbearing. I'm not trying to be, like, this obnoxious fan or anything. I just, you know, I was just like, hey, man, what's up? And, and I was just trying to trying to keep my cool. And, uh, yeah, he's like, here you go, dude. I'm like, thanks. And then I was like, all right, um, are you, like, okay? Like, is it too much to ask for a picture? Because I know that some people are cool with it, some are not. If you said no, I would have just dropped it right then and there because I, I respect that. I totally get it. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, sure, sure. So, you know, I took a picture and then that's, um, and then after that, I was like, all right, well, you shook his hand. I was like, it's just so awesome to meet you, man. Um, you know, uh, you know, have a safe flight, take it easy. You you too, man, you have, you have a safe flight as well. I'm like, all right, awesome. And I just, I had to text my friends. You know, I texted you, I texted the guys. I was like, you guys will not believe who I just ran into in Dallas. And yeah, dude, like I, I got to meet Head from Corn and, he was just the coolest guy. And it was just it's something I'll never forget, man. It was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm still on a high thinking about it. It was just, it was just so amazing. So it was just, what, what a way to, to cap off an amazing weekend. Wow. It was just, yeah, just so awesome. Dude, you just had to like one up me when I talk about meeting Des's wife. You had to go and meet I didn't even a mean. member of court. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm picking. That's great, though. That that's like I said. I was just you know I never really think about or expect think about running into any of these like really more high profile to me high profile uh, you know bands or members of these bands or anything like that so right and it was it was two it was two days after in dallas so it's not even in vegas like i'm on my way home and, and oddly enough i was kind of scrolling through facebook while waiting to get off the plane and i saw a picture of him with his mom like oh that's cool so i literally saw him on facebook i walk out and then i see him in person like i was not expecting that at all i mean i, I who would you know so but yeah, so that is Tom and I's experience on just an amazing weekend. We, we had to share it. And I told Tom earlier this week, I'm like, dude, we got to record it this Saturday. While everything in my memory is still fresh in my mind, I just want to retell this story so that people can kind of live it a little bit through us that didn't get to go. Um, and I, I don't mean to rub it in, but if you, if you missed it, you definitely missed out. Um, but then the party and, and the fun times didn't stop for you because... Um, you actually saw another show just a few days later, right? Yep. Wednesday night. Um, I was graciously comped some tickets from one of my girlfriend's friends at a local radio station. And I got to see the Il Nino show at Route 20 in Racine, which was originally supposed to be at the Apollo in Illinois, which anybody who's heard the news, it, it suffered some damage from a bad storm or tornado that actually hit it not too long ago. So a lot of those shows have been, uh, what do you want to say, re, um, relocated, I guess, to other venues. Right. And this one happened to end up at a venue very close to me. And like I said, my um, girlfriend was uh, granted some free tickets from a friend and got to see a Nino show, which actually also feature two other bands that we are familiar with, or at least one other band that we are familiar with. Um, one band being Dropout Kings, which I'm very familiar with. I've listened to them for quite a while. I heard them, you know, on and off. And I listen to the Roach Coach podcast and Roach Coach guys are huge fans of them. Really big fans of them. Cause they, and they just released a new album recently, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, nice. I believe. Mm -hmm. And so that was a pretty big deal to, you know, to see them. And then, Obviously, the other openers for El Nino was our guys in Redefined, which we did yeah. an interview with Jordan of Redefined, uh, whatever, sometime back. But yeah, just got to see both of them live and talk to them and um, did a little Facebook Live video with, um, uh, with uh, Eddie of, um, of Dropout Kings, kind of like, calling out Roach Coach and all that stuff because, you know, I know they love they love those guys in Dropout Keen, so I just wanted to do a little video and, and give them a little shout out and did a little, like a little live recording of one of one of Roach Coach's favorite songs, uh, Glitch in the System. So, that's why those are kind of posted on our Facebook page and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not very good at making short videos for Instagram, so that's why they're not on our Instagram, unfortunately, but whatever. Yeah, just and then obviously just getting to see Redefine. They they put out a really good set. 
I think Dropout Kings put out a really good set. But as I'm getting ready to, like, I don't know, I don't want to say round up, kind of round up my night, I guess, in a way. And I'm going to the bar area to close out my tab and everything like that. And I'm just standing at the waiting. I see him. I know who it is. The senior of the new senior of Il Nino, the former senior of, of Shattered Sun, was mm-hmm. was standing at the bar. And the thing was, like, I, I went to like the one open space that was there and it just happened to be right next to him. I didn't get his attention or anything like that. I wasn't trying to, you know, interrupt him or anything like that, because they were about to go on stage soon, anyways. So, but he turns around and he sees me. I'm wearing my Sons of Texas shirt, which I, I love that band. And I believe one of the members of Sons of Texas was in Il Nino for a little while. And so, hmm. but he sees my, he sees me wearing that shirt. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, man, I love that. And he, he, he goes and grabs his phone and he takes a selfie of, of, of us with me wearing that shirt and everything like that. So, like, yeah, man. And then, well, I happen to have some more pretty new life stickers. So I gave him one and, you know, and, I was just like, yeah, man, you know, just check us out sometime. You know, I'm on a new metal podcast. So, yeah, just that was pretty crazy there. And then um, I got to see in the news set that they were been doing the songs from uh, Confessions. So, right. Yeah. Just, yeah. To, just, yeah that was just, um, it's kind of been it's such an exhausting week doing that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We did have to leave just a little bit early because we were just, really really burned out it's we both worked during the day i've been working like some really uh like i said really long i've talked to you about this before the show i've been working some longer hours to make up for not coming in on monday and everything like that so just and so we were just really getting burned out by that point but yeah just got to see another great show gratefully i got to see you know some um see it uh you know some comp tickets for that so yeah, sure, yeah. like I and got to meet the guys and redefine. So that's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's really really. Cool. I did buy a shirt from them as well. There I you got go. the one that says "Let's party till we fucking die." So yeah, there you go. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Well, cool, man. So yeah, we we've been uh, chatting about this for quite some time. Uh, we'll probably go ahead and wrap it up here. But before we do so, as we've always kind of told everybody, if you guys are in a band or know of a band. Um, we're always encouraging you guys to just, you know, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, send us your music. We, you know, we'll, we'll play it for you guys. Um, and I had, um, a band member from the band Big Trash and he, uh, Kevin Kenny sent us a message earlier this week. He said, Hey guys, was listening to your sick new world preview. That was the last episode, uh, said best podcast intro in the game right now. Uh, that's credit to Dabney of, um, of, uh, uh, no self. So yeah. So thank you, Dabney again. You know, we, we got good connections. What can I say? Uh, he says my new metal band just dropped our first single and we're looking to spread the word. If you guys have any openings coming up, I'd love to be a guest on the pod. Keep rocking. Absolutely. Kevin, that's what we're here for. We want to expose new bands. We want to play all the stuff. So what he sent me was a link. Uh, they got their song payday. Um, I've already listened to it. We're going to let the rest of you guys listen to it. Um, it's definitely in the spirit of new metal, man. I dig it. It's it's kind of to me got like a Limp Biscuit Methods of Mayhem kind of feel. Um, I, I think you guys will all dig it. But uh, we'll go ahead and play it out. We're, we're gonna play the whole song for you uh, after we sign out here. So stick around after we sign out here. We're gonna try to get this keep it new right for once, Tom. And then we're gonna play the song, and we'll see you guys next time. So. Thank you, guys. Um, We'll hope to see you or record here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and sign off. I'm Jeremy. I'm Tom. And always remember, guys, to... How do we want to do this again now? Do we try like one, two, three? Yeah, you want to do one, two, three? One, two, Two, three. three. Keep... Keep... It, 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 you stopped it. <laughs> new. new. All right, we got the new part. All right, guys, thank you so much. Check it out. Here's Big Trash with the song Payday uh, signing us off. Y'all take care. See you next time. Peace.